And that's why three heads are better than two. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for our cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more inside glass. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. And once again, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from Cedar Rapids, Iowa, the inexcusable Mike Schulte joining <laughs> us this week. Is that good or bad? I don't know. Oh. I like. I know people say incomparable. I just really like to say excusable excusable like whatever is happening is is beyond <laughs> yeah okay cool i like that so to quote you how the heck are you how the heck are you i'm doing pretty good it's uh it's nice you know i i had a nice little streak with you boys where maybe you know maybe like once every six to eight weeks i was making an appearance and then it's been like five months so i thought <laughs> yeah. maybe you hated me <laughs> but we, so we suddenly had things to talk about it weird you know, it wasn't wasn't you it was just yeah no we had some great times doing uh distraction casts with mike distraction that, was, that cast, was a good yeah. time that was a good time we don't need distractions anymore busy 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 almost too busy yeah yeah i would say yeah well, yeah so how how are the how the pork tornadoes doing at the moment bud uh doing good man we had a we had a crate from about the end of April. We were rolling. I mean, we were pretty much back in it. Uh, shows were happening and we were like, okay, here we go. And ripped that bandaid off and played uh, what would have normally been considered a, a regular summer for us here in Iowa, which is full of all the big town festivals like butt sauce days and fart juice town festival. And you know, all the, all the weird town festivals we have here in Iowa, and uh, are those, I, I, like weird I really want those to be real. Are those real? <laughs> I mean, I, they might be. Okay. Uh, you might have to look at our calendar. All right, but uh, it's it was a it was a very awesome summer. The the vibe of people just being back out and seeing live music it didn't die. It just kept kept going, and and we had such a blast up until here recently. We canceled our first show that we've canceled in 13 years and had a little backlash on that. I'm sure is what we're going to talk about today. Right boys. Yeah. Mm. A little bit. Yep. Yeah. And we actually, I don't know if you saw that we got a giant show announcement. Our we're, we're opening up for some huge country guy named Dustin Lynch at the Minnesota Vikings home opener, Wow, which is just this free mega huge concert that they do outside of the Minnesota Vikings stadium. And it'll be our first experience as being an, an opener for a, for a big, large act. And so yeah. we, we made, we had a big conversation about it. Like, do we want to do this? And ultimately the decision was, yes, we're, we're going to make this happen. Mm. So we're, we're pretty pumped about that. That's at the end of September here. That's cool. So, have, so you've never like, personally, have you ever done like the local opener for a national act? No, not not as the pork tornadoes. We've never we've never been in the situation of opening for a a mega huge national act, right? There's huh. been situations where we've been on the same bill as bands and we've traded, but but not where they are calling the shots and we're just like, sorry. <laughs> Usually that's us to other bands. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. It, yeah, so it'll it, be fun. That's no, that's cool. Uh, you know, the my original group has done a number of those kind of local opener yeah. kind of experiences and um it's it's always kind of weird and i think like you said like you you were talking about the opener the the headliner dustin in a way that like you're not really bought into that ecosystem so that might be a better way to go into it because i've definitely been in a situation where we're opening up for like an artist yes. that like, i love yes <laughs> and then like they're complete like 
butthole. <laughs> Dude, I've been there before too with with my old band from college. Like you always got on the bills of your favorite bands, and you thought this was going to be the greatest thing, and it usually isn't. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, you know everybody's been fairly cool. I do remember we uh, my my original band opened up for a group called Bayside. If anybody's familiar with yeah. that, they basically sing like broadway like show tunes for like punks um and i was like absolutely obsessed i love i I love that band and we opened up for them in atlanta and like everyone in the band was super cool ex- but their lead singer who's like you could tell was like super opinionated like i literally heard the guys go yeah he's not gonna like this and uh it killed me on the inside a little bit but he was nice uh, to take pictures and stuff but i could tell that it wasn't his heart wasn't in it as they say yeah Yep. So I Mike, I do need to say this. When I am talking, based on the way that like the zoom is laid out, your head is like on like in line with the Velvet Elvis behind me. I'm gonna send you a, a screenshot of that because I it's just, please do it. That's excellent. It's amazing. That's excellent. <laughs> totally not related to anything else we've got going no, on. No, no, not at all. No. Cut that out, please. No, and only we can Absolutely. see it. So <clears throat> it's a secret from all of our listeners. All right, so what is what is going on with everybody? What do you guys have coming up this week? I got well, I got um, trivia this week. It's the Disney first of the two Disney weeks, um, so we'll see how that goes. I think I'm prepared. I got my uh, I got my um, this is Halloween on, which yes. if you've never nice. sat down and looked at the chords of that, Elfman is a maniac, straight maniac. Yeah, he's, he's the best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, speaking of Elfman, Elfman, we're we're starting uh, to onboard Dead Man's Party for, uh, for the October. Oh, yeah, very good. Love that is that, song. that is absolute my number one favorite Halloween song yeah. of yeah. all time. Yeah, absolutely. And but we've talked about learning to play it for our big Halloween show, and then we go, Nah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it's just actually. Did you find did you find uh, tracks for it on karaoke versions? They, fin- they finally posted. Oh no! Nice. This was the year, man. All right. I, I know what we're going to be doing this year for Halloween. I think we're probably going to have to learn that song. Excellent. Hey, speaking of things you were doing for Halloween, like less than like six weeks ago, you're like, hey, man, what would it cost to get you out to, to freaking Iowa? I was like, a lot of money. <laughs> I, was, so I, was hoping you were, I was hoping to pull the exposure card on you there. You didn't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a little bit. I was like, if you can find a band, I'll sing for them. I'm cheap. I don't the, getting the band out there though. That's 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 real. Uh, that's real dollars and cents, man. One of these days, we are going to have a show with all three of our we groups are. together. Oh, yeah, it's happening. Absolutely, it's going to happen somehow, some way. Yep. So let's see. In my world, uh, we do the live band karaoke. Uh, not tomorrow on Thursday. So uh, I'm still in the process of like making like the lyrics and stuff. And what it's what my day is basically is like working and then going through and adding lyrics and grabbing my guitar and be like, can I play this? No, I can't. It's off the list. <laughs> and just like basically just whittling away The you know, we, we told them we would come in with 50 songs. I'm currently at 69 songs. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. It's just a matter of whether I can get the rest of them uh, into the system to play back between now and Thursday evening. Have you ever gone to a live band karaoke before? Yeah. So if um, if you go all the way back, I mean, most of the connections I made in Atlanta were through a um, an event called Metal Some Monday, which is live band heavy metal karaoke, which is basically how I reintroduced myself in the wow. local music scene when I moved back from Nashville. Um, and like 
those the guys who are in that who are in that band or in that circle are now doing incredible things with a bunch of different projects. Uh, the guitar one of the guitar players is with Yacht Rock Review. Um, he played with Skid Row. One of their drummers is now with Skid Row full time. Uh, their keyboard player is the keyboard player full time for Blackberry Smoke. Like, like all those guys went on to like do like massive things. Cool. And um, cool. that was like my little my little tribe when I when I moved back to the city. So I, I've never seen it, but there's a there's a group in Des Moines, Iowa that does it, and they seem fabulous at it. But I can imagine just based off of what you're saying there. I, I'm guessing that being in a live band karaoke setting for a long time really not only hones your playing chops, but your improvisational skills, your ability to adapt to things as they're happening, your yep. ability to work with good and bad and in between people just all through the night. I guarantee that that setting just hones you for any job. You I mean, probably I'll tell you, I, I did acoustic karaoke on Friday nights for a year. And it absolutely did that. It absolutely did that. I was, I was oh, yeah. I, like, I'm unthrowable in a room at this point. Like nothing's going to mess me <laughs> up because I've seen the worst. I've seen the worst and some of the best. I had to write a whole set of rules and the rules yeah. were like, first of all, no consent, no, uh, only consensual karaoke. I don't care yes. if some your friend really sings well. I don't care if it'd be so cute if your kid did it. Like they got to want it. I'm not going to do it. You know, don't sign anybody else up. That's uncool. Right. Yeah. Then, you know, that was like the first one. And then, you know, no heckling people. I had to tell people that like, are you kidding me? But they were, it was, it was a thing. Yeah. So there's a bunch of, bunch of rules that you've got to come up with. You know, so, some stuff is like, uh, no, you know, no, no redos, no do overs. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. first week you, you, we might be a little flexible with that, but then there's also things like, um, uh, no guys doing girl songs because there's typically less girl songs mm. than guys songs. Uh, uh, you can only do you can only do duets if uh, they are opposite sex uh, because it can get kind of stupid and obnoxious if you know two drunk dudes come up and want to do <laughs> forever or whatever. There's all of those kinds of like and a lot of those I feel like you have to like. You know when you walk into a place and you see like rules posted, you're like, "Why on earth would you ever have to post that?" Somebody did it's it because some moron already <laughs> yeah. done it. Yeah. So I feel like there's going to be a few of those that we're going to have to like. You'll figure it out. Add on yeah. things go. Can, yeah. can I suggest one song for you, Adam? All right, I want to hear it. It's going to be so easy. I'm mean, sure you can figure it out. Tequila. Yeah. Add that because that's you saw that viral video. That dude's from like Iowa, I think, where he just was singing karaoke and he just stood there for the one minute and 15 seconds and then just goes tequila tequila, tequila. <laughs> yeah. i mean that's that's pretty good pretty good uh, try to see if i can get the christmas of that <laughs> that's it that's the idea right, there you go there you go we got it nailed it and also last question can i go to live band karaoke and say i want to play drums for a song nope. Or no no nope. it's only singing only singing so what if that was a concept? What if there is a full-blown five-piece band that you can sign up to say, I just want to play bass guitar for this song? What you're so describing that, there is an open mic night. Open mic, yeah. Oh, no, but no, no, no. I want one, I want one person at a time to be inserted into the band, not five bands at five members at the same time. So they're um in the in the same venue that they do the live band uh, heavy metal karaoke, they do they'll do tribute nights where you can sign up for any position of cool. any song around a central theme. 
Cool. So like they'll do like a white snake night and then they'll do like 12 or 20 white snake songs and anybody can sign up for any part in any thing. That's amazing. So the, yeah, there's those kinds of things you can definitely do, but like it does require a fair amount of logistical yeah. to get, you know, first of all, you've got to get enough competent musicians who could fill those spots, you know? So it's a lot of stuff there. Well, I'm, I'm going to work on it. I'll let you know there you how go. it goes. And I'll, I'll fly in just to sing one song. And I can only pay you in exposure bucks. Yes, I love it. In a state you don't live in. <laughs> yeah. So as much fun as it is to catch up with Mike just for the hell of it, uh, Mike is here for a reason and uh, wanted to cover a specific topic that I unfortunately have just kind of experienced on my end. And uh, he's had a lot of experience with in... I figured he would be a good voice, a good sounding board to uh, to unpack these kinds of things. This past Friday, my group uh, played a municipal event, uh, and we had a lot of moving parts. A lot of things were going on that we haven't done before. Um, you know, we were we're we're still kind of getting used to the whole Ableton setup. We uh, we got a new guitar player, and we've been trying to like work with him. And we had a new front of house guy. And so for me, I was having a super stressful experience just around the fact that there was a lot of moving parts that I didn't have any control over. Uh, and when the show itself started, we were able to kind of, you know, get past all of those things and have a, a really fun night. And as stressful as it was, I felt like we got through to the other side fairly unscathed. Um, that being said, I got home and saw in, you know, the first thing I typically do is I'll go on to Instagram and start looking for certain tags or the location to see if anybody's posted videos and stuff. You want to like those and share those and do all the social media things that are going to happen. Um, and then I had a, I had a message in her inbox that says, from from Gig Salad of all places, which we don't even have an account with. It's like there's like a free version. It's like you have a new review, and I was like, that's <laughs> oh no, freaking, I was like that's freaking weird because uh, <laughs> I definitely didn't book this gig through Gig Salad, and uh, I clicked the link to find some uh, jack wagon, uh, if you'll pardon my language, that um, left us a one star review because. Uh, he didn't care for the fact that we had backing tracks for some of the key parts. Um, you know, the title of his review was Depressingly Disappointing Posers. Oh band That's name. Wait, I... band name. Called it. Yeah. <laughs> um, he went on to insinuate that we weren't playing our instruments, that we were pretending to play our instruments in that, you know, what we were doing, uh, he, first of all, he left, like the song that he referenced was literally like the second or third song in, uh, he, he called it pitiful and embarrassing. Uh, you know, I don't know who booked them, but you should be fired if this is the way you do your job. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he he basically was like, they're not real musicians. Uh, I gave them one star because I couldn't give them zero. So that was what I came home to after having, you know, a fairly stressful night in then, you know, feeling like we do okay, but, you know, this, this particular person <clears throat> disagreed. So, um, and, you know, the... 
it's kind of interesting. I've been doing this project for at this point, you know, five, six years. And to be perfectly frank, this is the first negative review I've ever gotten in relation to the stuff that we do. Um, and I didn't want to necessarily like call you out on it, Mike, but like, I know <laughs> for a fact that this is something that you've dealt Wait, with. But before we move into dealing with it, there's one other aspect of the review itself that I think deserves yeah. calling out, which was that this person saw another act in that venue earlier. And part yeah. of their complaint was that you weren't them. Yes. <laughs> so really it's like this guy knows one band and all mm-hmm. other bands are one star bands. That, yes. That's, that's sort of my takeaway from this is like, you weren't, that thing that I liked. Right. And to be, and to be perfectly transparent, the band that he's referencing is a, it's an artist named Blair Crimmins. I will happily call him out because we've done work with him before. He is a really unique musician. He is a, he's like, he's a ragtime banjo player that has a band that plays ragtime. Wow. Music. Well, you're not him. Ragtime jazz. (laughs) Like with like the suspenders and like it's the whole experience. Blair Crimmins is a very very talented musician who plays a very specific kind of music that we just flat out don't. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the first part of the problem here is that this person was not expecting to see what you what you're doing and doesn't like what you're doing. So right. therefore, you are shitty. And you suck because you don't do what I want right. to hear and what I like. And that's that's problem number one. This person, this person is, is like on the Confused Breakfast podcast, we always review, we read re- like negative fan reviews about yeah. movies. And it's just so funny because like they think they're doing a service to you to be that's like, right. oh man, if you expected ragtime music, don't go see members only. <laughs> they're terrible. Spoilers, they're terrible. They use... And like they think legitimately that someone's going to read this and go, oh, okay, wow, this this guy really provided a service. Thanks for writing that review. But it's nothing like that. Like no one will ever read that and say, oh God, I was going to go see members only, but not anymore. Not after that. That's right. Review. If I, I was looking for ragtime tonight, not this is bullshit. That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. There- so yeah, this is the this is the literal uh, review of three ninjas. <laughs> You're like, that wasn't even the grandpa. It's just a stunt man with a with a pillow in his shirt. Like, yeah. you know, we all know that. Yeah, it's, it's the same as like, hey, there's no one playing keys on stage right now. Why am I hearing keys? We all know that. We all know what's happening here. We're not trying to hide this. I, yeah. You know, yeah. some people are, you, your first mistake, Adam, as a guy who's gone through this for a long, ever since uh, pretty much when Tennessee Whiskey took off, I mean, we were we were still getting negative local hate, but then when Tennessee Whiskey hit, we got hate from every direction, from every country, from all over the internet just bad mouthing our band, which then proceeded to make us more popular, which then made us get even more hate. And I'm the guy, I am you, Adam. I am, we've talked about this. We are the same guy in our bands. <laughs> we, we, we love too much. We care too much. And we go, Oh, that was a great show. I better get on my phone while I'm on this adrenaline high from playing a show. Let me get on my phone real quick and check Twitter hashtags and see if anybody said anything nice about me. No, yep. of course they didn't on Twitter. Like I, I wish there was a way to turn that off. I I'm trying to get better at it. Your first step is just 
let the let the gig fade out, man. Don't even look at reviews or anything until like maybe two days later. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I'm trying to learn myself is just there'll be a couple things like if somebody tags you on an Instagram story, yeah, maybe check those out. They're probably live videos. You want to re regram those or whatever, but but man, yeah, the the mean the mean internet stuff just still kills me to this day. I, I just it's that Mike Tyson thing where have you read that thing Mike Tyson said he's he's like uh everybody's got a plan or no he it, says so social media made y'all way too comfortable with disrespecting people and not getting punched in the face for it. That's <laughs> good. It's I, it's absolutely true. true cuz absolutely. Yeah, yeah. These stupid keyboard warriors sitting there thinking that they're actually making a difference and unfortunately they know the negative reviews will get to you. I've heard so many celebrities talk about it where they they can read a hundred thousand positive comments about what their album is, and then they read one negative one, and they are stuck on that absolutely for months. And maybe that's just human psyche, but it's it's true, man. And it can hit you at any level. You could be the president of the United States or just a guy that played his first show, and you hear anything negative about you. It's it's hard, especially when you're you're putting everything you have on the line. Adam, you've been working on this show for months and all the work you've put into it and the day of just making sure it was perfect. And then this one guy ruins your night. I knew your night was ruined the minute you messaged yeah. us about yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Amber, Amber was, uh, pardon my friend. She was fucking furious with me. <laughs> Why? Why did you do that? Why did you read that? So the, the one thing I do want to note is, is that the first thing that struck me was, first of all, Gig Salad is a, is a, is a booking platform in the way that like Gig Masters and a, all these other, you know, sites are. And the first thing that popped in my head was like, besides, wow, this guy's being an asshole is why does he get to leave a review on a client-based booking platform right. when he had absolutely nothing to do with us getting that show? Yeah. So I will say this, the, there, there, there's, there's the psychological component of how do you internalize or reject negativity when it's, when it's coming your way, but from a public-facing PR whatever standpoint, there was some, there were some actionable items that needed to be addressed in that moment also. For sure. So in, in my case, I was like, this seems completely ridiculous. Why can somebody do that? Because it's one thing, like if you, if, if somebody hired you as, as a band and then you did a bad job for them, like they should have the right to leave a review and say, you know, I expected this and I didn't get that. But a, just any, you know, Joe off the street shouldn't be able to do that. So, um, I did go into the gig salad, like administrative deal. And I did contest the review with very clear, very clear, you know, you know, parameters was this person did not get, did not book this show. And his main issue that the main issue he took was that we were using backing tracks. Uh, we most certainly were playing our instruments that like who books a band that doesn't play like that's not a thing that exists as far as I know. Unless it's like, you know, Chuck E. Cheese or like some sort of like kid thing. Yeah. Imagine how much easier that would be, though. Oh, like the other part of me was like, oh, my God, I have wasted my entire I life. I could be pretending this entire time. Yeah. How awesome would that be? 
And then, no, no, but the think. problem is some guy is going to out you. Some guy can be too smart for it. I knew better. <laughs> the the things I the things I will tell you from years of of dealing with online hate and internalizing it is step number one. Whatever you want to say in the heat of the moment, do not say it. Do not ever respond. Yeah. Do not ever say, well then, yeah, screw you then too. Like, let's see you get it. Like that is for anyone out there listening. If you haven't received hate yet, you will. Hate generally means you're doing something good. That is the first step is to realize that nobody actually talks shit about someone that actually sucks because you, you feel bad. You're like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to tell them that they suck. Like they're just learning. It's no, you only talk. I've, I've been in that category. I've said bad things about bands that I'm jealous of and caught myself in the moment and said, eh. but step number one, do not ever, ever respond to them with negativity. That is all they want. So, so first just let it ride. Don't say anything at all. If you need to practice and get it, let it out. Like, Text it to yourself, like, yeah, this is what I would have told him. Yeah, got him. You know, yeah, find find your back channel. Find yes. find the group yeah. of guys that yeah. you can complain to, like yes. I did. I was like, yeah, this is what, yeah, this is what I came home to. <laughs> yeah, and and step number two after that is if you are going to respond, kill them with kindness. That is yeah. all we've ever yeah. done. We have always been like, somebody will say your singer's trash. He's the most garbage singer to ever. How does he have six million views on this? We'll be like. Glad you liked the video, man. Thanks so much. Please subscribe. Yeah. I didn't. I'm never going to subscribe. Oh, sorry, wrong comment. We were commenting about all the other ones. Sorry, copy and paste. No, <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. or do what we do. T- turn it into people love that. If you turn it into uh, reading meme tweets, yeah, you've done or, that. You've you've had a few videos of that, we right? Have, we have three videos, <laughs> okay. three full videos yeah. of of us reading mean comments about it, and it turn it into something positive. Turn it into uh, like a fun thing for your fans. You don't need to out this person. You don't need to say their name. You don't need to go, everyone go attack him. Just have fun with it. Cause most of your fans will be like, this guy's an idiot. This is hilarious. How did, how could he even think that? And yeah. now it's, now it's content. It's solidarity among you and your fans. Right? Yeah. I mean, in this particular case, I'm just going to, I'm probably not going to do that because it just didn't seem yes. Like it doesn't that's a little different. That's not even funny. That's just yeah. well, and gig salads not exactly where your fans hang out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Also that. So I mean, you know, we we actually I mean last week we had we did an entire episode around things musicians need to stop doing, and one of them was like addressing things that don't need to be addressed. So like you you completely yeah. like threaded that needle. Yeah. Uh, you know, you you end up doing much more damage trying to quote unquote do damage control than you would if you just go. I wish them well. Mm. Take care. Thanks. Now, I will say this: if you go on to our YouTube channel and somebody says something snarky, <laughs> what I do is I will say something snarky back to them, and then I will sub comment and said, "Oh, I'm sorry. What I meant to say was, hey, thanks so much. Be sure to like and subscribe." Like, <laughs> I can't figure out how to delete this. I'm sorry. It was meant for something else. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I am definitely a little passive regret. Like uh, a couple weeks ago, somebody posted um, on the, the, I believe in a thing called love cover, which we did literally a year ago. Yeah. Got, it literally just said bad mixing. <laughs> Thanks. And I was like, I was like, oh man, you know, thank you for providing that inf- that information. Considering we posted this a year ago and you're the first person who's commented negatively, we'll go ahead and pull it just for your sake. And then mix it and then re-upload it. 
And then below that, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. What I meant to say was, thanks so much. Be sure to like and subscribe. And even then, I might even argue that you're maybe going a little too far with that. I might oh, yeah. Even, I might even say, I don't know, man. You're, you're feeding into them just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I should just do the like and subscribe part. Not yep. That's the, right. Let me show you how I actually feel part. That's right. Feel free. No, here's what you do. Is you screenshot it and you send it to us like you did with that last one. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. Never at your enemies. Screenshot your enemies at your friends. Yes. So if somebody says something obnoxious, don't comment on their comment. Take a picture of him and be like, Steve's an idiot. Yeah. And then have your friends back you up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we had a, we had a negative thing happen to us. I was telling you, we, we just uh, had to cancel our first show, honestly, other than COVID. In no, the- wait. So can you, can you unpack this whole thing? Cause this is actually, this is pretty complicated. Yeah. Like it's, it's worth addressing. So it's, it's a kind of an interesting situation. Our singer's grandpa passed away. He was very close to him, uh, his only grandparent that he had, and uh, and the family, all the services were going to be on Saturday. And he even was like, I don't know, maybe I can try to make it. And we're like, dude, no, just be with your family. We will deal with this. So internally, we called this show that we had had booked for seven months. It was a festival outdoors in this town that they were selling tickets to, to come see us. And we said, hey, we're really, really sorry we can't play this show. We have some options for you. We can help you book other bands. We can, we'll help you get the word out. We will, we will gladly come back and play next year. We don't know what to say. Our track record speaks for itself. We're heartbroken that Mason lost his grandpa and we are heartbroken that we cannot play this show. This sucks. And they, they seemed, obviously they've, panicked and we're like oh god like what do we do as as you can imagine any festival or concert hall would would do um but then they took some of our advice found a new find it found a new band did the show everything was great i'm sure it went well from what i've heard but then we started there a guy some old boomer started popping up on our facebook page being like oh you you just cancel shows and you just don't care about your fans and you don't care about committees that have worked hard and you're not giving your $500 deposit back to this nonprofit and just clearly has heard the hasn't heard the full story and decides that online is the place to speak that and that that's kind of tough cuz you want to you want to be like no man this this is this is a thing like the $500 deposit we will gladly give back to you if you rebook us or or it's it's we can Yeah, yeah, you're not like you're not canceling the show. You can say, "Hey, you can use this for X yeah. Y." Yeah. It's not like it's nothing beyond that. And people don't understand the amount of administrative work and and we're like we we've probably as a band spent 20 hours on this show. Uh oh, yes. Yeah. So like it's we're not trying to steal your money. <laughs> if like Corey even said, he goes, if we just made a living on keeping $500 deposits, we would not be a band. Right. I mean, like, first of all, we wouldn't get any shows. Second of all, that's not, we're not going to make a living on that. But anyway, so I wanted to respond with like, gee, cool. Somebody died and you're hijacking this thread with your bullshit. But we did the same thing. We just talked about internally. We, we discussed how do we respond to this? Do we just let it roll? Finally, we said, listen, man, like uh, I, we, we, we don't appreciate you uh, hijacking this thread that is meant to alert our fans and to announce the death of an immediate family member. If you have any further questions, please consult with the actual people on the committee and haven't heard a word since. But it sucks because no matter what you do, 
you're you're never going to please somebody's going to hear something they're going to hear hearsay and say oh that can you believe that band they just canceled they suck and and you know what here's the best part about it i felt terrible about canceling the show and i wondered if we should still do it but mason sent us a text message that night like around midnight when we should have played the show and he was like guys thank you so much for putting up with this and canceling the show this was such a, an amazing day with my family and we needed this and and like i can't imagine having left to go play that show so number one family and the health of your band and the mental health of your members is always most important uh, don't ever feel like you have to do something just because you're going to let some people down yeah I, it, that, it was a tough, we'd never been through that in 13 freaking years and 600 something shows, you know? So it was kind of a learning experience for us. And I don't know if there's a better way to do it because nobody really won. It just sort of like went uh, and just fell yeah. apart, you know? But yeah, I mean, in those moments, it, it's super tough to like, sometimes doing the right thing sucks. Like yeah. and that that's what being a leader is 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 going this is going to suck i'm going to do it anyway because it's the right thing to do and there's going to be consequences for doing this but it's i'm i i'm going to live with those things because it's still the right thing to do yep and you know we had again to revert all this back we had one negative guy spouting off and then we had hundreds and hundreds of comments of people saying we're so sorry for your loss. Like family comes first. Good for you. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Yeah. So for the most part, that that's that's just how it as part of this crazy social media world we live in where everybody has access to everything they ever want to say to anyone at any given point. It's it's tough navigating. Wouldn't it be neat though if our brains can actually balance the volume of those two things appropriate to the yeah, inputs awesome, it got? It? Like, wouldn't that be something? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, that that's way. not how it works. Yeah. You know, oh, well. whenever I've dealt with something like that, it's always been like, um, I start by, I start by having the reaction I have. And then my next thing is to feel like I shouldn't have that reaction and like <laughs> argue with myself about how that doesn't make any sense, which every time I look back, like that argument also doesn't make any sense. Like what, why, <laughs> why am I arguing that I shouldn't feel a way that I'm feeling like that's first of all, crazy. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's complicated, right? Brains are, brains are weird. Brains are weird. Yeah. And when you, you react the way you react, there's not a whole lot that you can do about the way that your brain processes information. Yeah. And the way you feel. So yeah, it is important for you to isolate that reaction to your, to yourself. Let that, let that sensation wash over you. Share it with, trusted people people that you you know feel comfortable sharing it with but don't go the distance in like responding in the moment yeah because you got both of you guys know me and you know where i was and you know the house, oh, yeah. headspace i was in oh yeah but you also understood that like he is doing this to us for for himself to prevent him from doing something stupid, yeah. you know, in front of other people, yeah. you know, that, yeah, no, that's and, a life lesson. It is. And, and you, you know that Mike and I both were like, okay, buddy, we got you. Like, we didn't even need to back channel yeah. that. It was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, let it rip. Right. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, that, that's a life lesson, whether that's as a musician or just a person in society yeah. at your job. Don't ever respond to anything until you've had time to process it and and having those people to bounce off it. Because yeah. you're gonna you're gonna inevitably deal with negative feedback in whatever you do in life. You're never gonna not even the best who's the best guitar player in the world, Adam? Who is it right now? I mean, I I'm not John Mayer. Yeah, I was going to say John Mayer. He's not the best guitar guitarist in the world, but he's definitely a great example of a person who is incredibly talented and very capable who ex- who who in like receives a lot of negative yes yeah. he might yeah. be the best example of literally absolutely. why would anyone hate john mayer he's absolutely incredible at what he does but we plenty of people are just like he sucks look yeah him. he sucks. Yeah. i mean like there you go you're never going to reach a point where everyone goes as a as a collective we all think you're the best and yep. no one hates you <laughs> that's not gonna happen yeah for sure In local community it'll never happen well and there's still people who hate hendrix yeah. So, you know. Well, and you know, this isn't is this is a unique situation, and we've talked about this before. Is that like, um, men in general have a hard time fostering meaningful relationships, and musicians in this one, this one very thin, this very like small slice, were actually better than the general population because being in a band with somebody actually like makes you have like a more meaningful, I don't, I mean, I guess intimate, like friendships with other men. It's something that, that is, is kind of uniquely special to this particular kind of work. You know, this is, you know, a lot of guys joke that like, oh, this band is my poker night, but it's, it's, it's way more significant than that because of the connections that musicians have, you know, playing in, in groups together. So, um, it is important to find your tribe regardless and uh, take take the time to externalize. And we said about this last week, externalize the feelings that you're having on the inside. It will benefit you in the long run to get them out, out of your head and, uh, you know, bounce back at you from other people. Yep. And fellas, I I yeah. love you guys to death. I'm so glad we are friends, but I love my wife more. And That's right. I'm going... I'm late to go to dinner with her. <laughs> hey, let's out. do that. Off Mike's you go. got a hard out. Mike Sheldon. I, I love joining you guys. We'll see you next time. I'm, yeah. Thanks, bud. Right. Thanks, you. buddy. Hey, do I got it real quick? Do I need to, can I leave and you're still yep, good? Just leave. You're good. Okay, cool. See you boys. See ya. Mike Schulte, ladies and gentlemen. There he goes. It's good a, talk. Yeah. You know, when, when this happened, I mean, we, we bounced a couple of, chats back and forth between the three of us and then the the next thing the masochist that i am was like <laughs> is this an episode yeah I think no of course it is it was a unanimous decision that yeah of course this, it this is, is a, no this is the so. beauty of being a podcast i mean you just talked about how good it is to be a musician and what that does for your relationships when you're a podcaster every single thing that happens is content so yep you know it gives you an instant uh distance yeah <laughs> how am i gonna narrate this situation yeah So, yeah, uh, you know, I hope that in your situation, you don't ever run into this kind of thing because it doesn't feel good. It sucks. It's not something I wish upon any any listener out there in the world. However, if it does happen to you, there's some things that you need to consider. Um, First off, that it's you, you 
people tend to attract this kind of attention when they're doing something the right, doing something right. Yeah. So take that for what it is. Um, second of all, do what you can to mitigate any sort of negative bounce back in your orbit and then just let it go. You know, the other thing, That's, the other thing to sort of just do your best to internalize is that it's really not even about you. Yeah. Right. Their reactions about them and their need to blap it out in the world is about them. And yep. you just happen to be standing there with a guitar. Yep. So it's not even really about you. Yeah. You know, people talk about it a lot where there's, you know, they mention, you know, people who have these kinds of, who, who act this kind of way are kind are, are basically just projecting their own yeah. whatever out into the world. Yeah. Um, and the thing that especially super critical, like personalities like myself is that there's a part of me that wants to believe the terrible things I hear about mm. the things I'm doing. Yeah. And that is something that I have to work on for myself because yeah, there's a part of me that even though I've worked really hard and I, I, I found the right people and they're committed to the project. And it's very important to me that still secretly like inside feels like, yeah, we are, we're posers. We're, yeah. you know, we're not, you know, who we say we are. So that's something that you, you, you know, you have to stop believing the, the, the bullshit you tell yourself, Yeah, you know, in those moments of doubt. So, um, there's so many teachable moments in, in facing these kinds of things. So, um, I don't mind exposing myself to a certain degree in whatever embarrassing, uh, internal dialogue that might be going on because I, I know that, um, I'm not alone. Uh, and if you can't relate to that, I'm so happy for you. I, <laughs> I wish, I wish that for everybody, uh, who's listening to this, but, um, if you have ever felt that way, or if you ever have been in this situation, know you're not alone. Um, feel free to, to reach out, uh, leave a comment, send an email. Um, we know exactly how you, how you're feeling. Yep. So, um, you know, other than that, we had we had some really cool conversations this week in the Slack channel and um, through uh, through the text deal. Um, you know, talking about lineups and whether you know what is and what isn't a justifiable reason to let somebody go. Um, I don't think we're gonna. I, I think we we've handled this topic pretty oh, yeah. well, and I think it kind of wraps itself up. But that will definitely be something uh, that we. Uh, you know, get into next week. Uh, but I, you know, I just felt like this was an important conversation and I was so, uh, so grateful that, uh, that Mike was available to yeah. provide his insight. I think it's, it's super helpful. Totally. So. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, other than that, um, Norm Macdonald died. I'm really, really bummed about I that. I didn't hear that. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's all right. I, mean, I was going to find out eventually, but wow, that's that's some news. I did get Dang. myself into a little bit of hot water because my favorite quote from Norm Macdonald is from Dirty Work, um, and it's so in in one scene, uh, he's at a he's at a uh, at a carnival, and there's a bearded lady. That bearded lady happens to be Rebecca Romaine, <laughs> um, 
and she goes, hey, have you ever done it with a chick with a beard? And he's like, well, no, I can't say that I have. And she goes, well, sugar, you haven't lived. He then turns aside, oh, turns on his tape recorder and says, note to self, I don't want to live. <laughs> and I posted that. Uh, Note to self, uh, I don't want to live, and then rest in peace, Norm. And my mother, who I love very much and is always doing what moms do, is like, are you okay? Oh, I'm like, yeah, mom, I'm I'm perfectly fine. I was quoting a movie, a guy died, and I, was, I made a very, very tasteless joke uh, that I thought he would appreciate, yes. but I, I should have known that you wouldn't. Yeah, so yeah. anyway... There you go. So rest in peace, Norm. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good run. Yeah. So, uh, guys, thanks again for tuning in. I hope this was helpful. Uh, if you ever have a topic or something that you're curious about or you'd like to hear us sound off about it, uh, let us know. Hit us up on all of the channels that we've got. Uh, if you'd like to support us, you can do that a number of ways. But we'll go ahead and let Adam from the Van Band let you uh, know how what else you can do. So, that being said, uh, this is an early... We're actually recording this on Tuesday. This will still be out on its normal day. Yeah. Uh, but uh wanted to thank you all for doing all the things that you do and for uh, tuning in every week. So, for that, I will go ahead and call it in Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. Shout out to Mike Schulte over in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You have been listening to the Cover Band Confidential Podcast for the week of September 17th, 2021. Have an awesome week. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all the socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes, goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at Vam Band. That's V-A-M Band. 
do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VanBand.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.